Kia ora. Welcome to Business Your Way, a podcast where I take you behind the scenes and look at the strategies, systems and support needed to grow and scale an online service business. Because you deserve a business that doesn't feel like work, one that gives you energy and the resources to do what matters most to you. Whether it's figuring out where to spend your time, how to maximize your profitability, or streamlining your processes so things get done quickly and efficiently, my guests and I, we've got you covered. I'm your host, Sandra Julian, Indigenous mama of three, fashion-loving sewist, and business strategist. Each week, I want to help you dream big, plan well, and do the work to grow and scale your business your way. Teresa, welcome to Business Your Way. Lovely to have you on the podcast today. It's so good to be here. Thank you for inviting me. You're welcome. First of all, I'd love you to introduce yourself, who you serve, and how you make your moolah. So I'm Teresa Cleveland. I My company is Growth Strategies Cafe, and I work with female online business owners. I don't really have a niche as far as, you know, course creators or Well, I do service work with service providers, not with product based, you know, where people are shipping things out, things like that. And I make my money (laughs) by mentoring and helping people who are trying to get where they're going. And they have been in the group programs, they've taken a course and done all these things, and they get all mired down in it and never finish them. So I love, while everybody's shouting, like, go with the courses, start creating. I love working one-on-one. I love to go deep with people and really help them get from where they are to where they want to be. I've been in the online space for uh, September, was 13 years full-time. So I've seen a lot. <laughs> Thank you. So I use all of that. And I've worked with six and seven-figure businesses as an online business manager, director of operations. So with all of that, I just decided I see too many women out here either throwing in the towel or beating their head on the wall because, or their keyboard in this case, right, where they just can't seem to get where they're going. And there's too much noise to really focus in on them and their business and exactly what they need. And why do you think that is? Well, because everybody wants to make money right? There's all kinds of courses. And, you know, there are people in the, in the industry who say, oh, I think everyone has a course within them. You know, everybody can write a book, everybody can, you know, all the different things that we hear. And honestly, I see a lot of people come into the online space, wanting to make money, and not really having the basis for what they're even going to sell. I was watching a video, Simon Sinek, had done. And he said, you know, somebody had come up to him and he, they had said, Oh my gosh, tell me how I can do what you can, what you do. Tell me how to do that. Right. And he said, well, tell me your topic. And they said, well, I don't have a topic yet. I just want to know how do I become this influencer, this speaker. Right. And I see that a lot because there's so many people who hear like, Oh yeah, you can go make a million bucks. Right. And you just, we'll help you figure out the idea. But uh, you know, so much, so many times there's just not anything there other than a want to be a business owner or an online business owner. What do you think about that? That's interesting because like I come from that place where you know what you want to do rather than yeah moving into wanting to do business and not knowing what you want to do. 
So, and I don't know whether that's because I've, you know, in my little circle of the world, you know, the people that I know, it's like, yes, this is what I want to do. This is what I do. This is what I love, but I don't know how to translate that into a business. So, yeah, so interesting that you've seen the opposite of people wanting to move into the online world, but not sure what they really want to do. How do you help them dial that in when they want to be, well, they want to have a business, they want to be online, and that's where they see the money-making opportunity. How do you help them come back to deciding what it is that they're good at? I have to be completely frank. I don't work with them. I do ah. not help people in that space because for me, you have to have that foundation. You may not know all of the details, but you you do, just like you're saying, you know what you do and who you want to do it for. And you have some basis for that. And from there, I can help you hone all of that through mentoring and everything else and really flesh that out into the business that you want to create. And I love that right now, especially we can create whatever we want. You know, it's one of those things that I really do believe that if you think it, we can create it. Passion is like totally overused, but there is, there's that driving force inside that says, you know what, this is what I want to do. I want to make a difference. And so for those people who are just looking to build a business, I'm sure there's somebody out there who might be able to help them. It's just not me. Ah, I see. I'm in a lot of different groups on Facebook, right? Way too many. And I see so many people in one particular group, a variety of groups, but this one in particular, you know, it's about creating courses. And so many people say, you know, well, I think maybe this or this or this, right? And they're just, they're, again, trying to shape the business or the course around something that they may be able to create. And honestly, a lot of the rhetoric that's out there, it just breaks my heart for so many people who are giving it their all and doing it and just can't figure out why they can't move forward. So when you are talking with someone who's like, I'm stuck, what's your first piece of advice to them? Well, the first thing I ask them is, why are you doing this? You know, what's your mission? Because for me, it comes down to and, and this is not the sexy part by any stretch of the imagination. And most people want to like jump over this, right? They just want to catapult over it, but it's mission, vision, and values. That's your core, because that becomes when you really work on that and not just an exercise where you're checking off the blocks, but really getting into it and diving deep into that, that's going to be your compass. That's what's going to let you know if you're on track or off track. So one of the first things that I ask someone most times I come back with a question because there's just not enough information, (laughs) you know, for me to do that. Even in groups, when someone says, what's the best way to A, B, or C? And I say, well, let me ask you a few questions, right? Because it it could be different for different people, depending on where they are. So that's the first thing I want to know is why are you doing this? What lights you up about it? You know, your core values, so important. You know, I've heard... John Maxwell talk about this and he said about ethics, right? He said, there's no such thing as business ethics. There's just ethics. And I feel that, you know, that's the same for your core values because your core values are going to be there, whether it's in life or whether it's in business, and it's going to help you decide how you want to run that business. 
also helps you decide whether that client is for you or not for you. I mean, I can't tell you the amount of times that I've taken on a client, having examined, do we align, but then realize that maybe I've only looked at that on a surface level, because when it's hard to work together, and you really dive deep into why it's hard to work together, it ends up by being that your values are just out of alignment. Not that either one of you is right nor wrong or good nor bad. It just comes down to at the core of it, we work differently because we value different things. Yes, yes, that is so true. And I'm so glad that you said that. We were talking earlier today and we were talking about values, core values. And my top three are choice, having a choice and alignment because you get to choose whether it's in alignment with you or not. And candor, candor is so important to me because I need us to be able to have a frank conversation, you know, without anybody's feelings getting hurt because I feel like we're all here to support one another, right? So let's have those frank conversations and and move past that. So core value is so important. I've heard so many people, even with the term CEO, who just like, oh my gosh, you know, no, I'm not a CEO. I was in corporate. I hate that, you know. And, and I've said, you know, I think probably what you dislike is the culture and the values and everything else that goes with that. But here we get to now create that culture. We now get to create all those things based on our values and who makes a good team member, who makes a good client, who doesn't. And like you said, it's not about anybody being right, right or wrong. It's about doing what's best for you and what's best aligned with you and your skills so that you can actually help that person get results. Absolutely. And when you are aligned and when you value the same things, then the relationship that you create, you end up by producing results that are way beyond what you initially thought you could do together. It's amazing. I, you just, anybody who's experienced it knows, you know, in anything in life, when you are in sync, it, I hate saying magic because it's not magic, but it feels like magic, right? Because you just, you do, you get so much more done. Fabulous. So I want to dive into how you got here. So 13 years in this online space, director of operations, certified online business manager. How did you get here, Teresa? Well, back in the day, way back in the day, and it's been 13 years full-time. So a couple, for a few years before that, I was part-time and and trying to figure out some things. But I knew I've always been an entrepreneur. I mean, it, it seems to run in the family. My great, my grandfather had his own business. My uncle had his own business. Uh, another uncle created patents and all kinds of things. And what's interesting is growing up, I, I never met my grandfather, but my uncles, I was around them, but I really didn't know that they did those things, but they always seemed to value independence. That's a polite word. Most people would have said I was just <laughs> a wild one, but you know, it's that independence that, you know, we can think differently. And I think that entrepreneurs are built a little different <laughs> than, you know, other people and that's okay. It takes all kinds. So as I uh, got into this, my favorite gig prior to being an online business owner was being a property manager for some apartments. And they had, uh, the owner said, you run this like you own it. And I said, I don't know how else to do it, <laughs> right? It's just always run strong in me. And then 
for the first time in my life, I was downsized and I thought, okay, what am I going to do now? (laughs) And, you know, I looked around and I knew that I wanted to help people. I knew that there was so much within business and not that I went to business college or business school or anything like that, but just the business acumen was there. And just always, my oldest daughter used to say, mom, you could start someplace as the janitor and you end up running the place you know, and it's just always been strong. So I looked around and as I tried different things, and I I thought I was going to be a speaker because, you know, just to empower and all of that. And no matter what the different things that I tried, it always, people were coming to me and saying, how did you do that? Can you help me do that? You know, just different parts of business. And they had, they knew what they wanted to do, but they didn't know how to create a business out of it. And it took me a few years to really figure that out, that that was my gift. So uh, someone in an organization that I was certified in came to me and they said, who built your website? And I said, well, I did. And they said, well, would you do that for, you know, people in our certification program? And I said, well, I don't know. You know, I think I'm going in this other direction. And then she uh, called me a couple of days later and she said, hey, she said, I've got a couple of people that are interested. And, um, you know, and she said, what do you think? And I said, I didn't. I forgot about it. And she said, well, think about it. I said, I don't even know what I would charge, whatever. And she said, you know what? I've got two people that are in charge that uh, are interested. I told them that you uh, are charging this amount and they're ready to get started. So that part kind of fell into my lap, the tech part of everything I love. So, you know, all of that. But again, it kept coming back down to the business. You know, who do you want to work with? What is it you do? What sets you apart from the rest of the people? Because a website, truly, it has its place. But in so many situations, it's like the handkerchief in your suit pocket, right? It's an accessory but you have to know these other things. And we kept coming up against that, you know, well, I don't know. I don't know. And just really getting into that work. And when they got it, it lit them up and that lit me up. And so that's always been the journey here, no matter what I've done, what I've tried to do, it comes back to supporting other females to use their voice, to step out and know that they matter. That's, so incredibly important to me that women understand that their voice is needed. And that even as I became a podcast host myself, that was the way that that came about because I was always, always, I knew I never wanted to be a podcast owner. I never wanted to do a podcast. One of my dearest friends actually is a podcast producer. We talked about it. I said, you know, that's not for me. I'm so happy for other people. That's so not for me. And then one day a situation came up and then it was like, bam, there it is. And it kind of felt like it was an accidental podcaster, but that was the whole purpose was to have a platform where women could use their voice to support one another as well as themselves. I want to really dive into this piece of your niche isn't really like narrow. So I really want to talk about that just a little bit more. Like, I really love what you said around, you know, helping women find their voice and amplify what they do and make a difference in the world with what they do. But in our online business, there's always a a little chatterbox out there with everyone that you listen to is hone your niche, 
who are you for even when you think you've got to a niche of female online business owners that's still not narrow enough uh who within that little group are you now serving you've made a successful business out of just stating that you are serving female service providers can you talk a bit more about how that's working for you or the challenges that you're having with that and and how you've kept it so broad but been so successful honestly this is such a great topic because Sandra, I'm so glad that we're talking about this because I think that there are not enough people talking about this. And for me, it's the rhetoric that's out there, right? That you have to build your business the way that Susie Q says, or Johnny Quick, you know, you have to do it because they were successful and that's what worked for them. So you have to do it that way. And that I think with the whole niche thing, for me, it's more about the character of the people. It's about what they're trying to achieve. And all these other parts of it, because I believe that fundamentally there are some business essentials, right? That foundation and all those other things that apply to pretty much any business, right? Now, fortunately, I've been out here long enough and have enough expertise and and quite a few different industries, so I can still help in a broad way. So that's helped me a lot. But I do not believe that there's only one way to build your business. And I don't believe that you have to niche down to the point that, you know, you've got 40 people over here that you can serve, right? Because, again, there's so many different things. And and for me, because I'm helping with holistically with the business, that gives me the ability to do what I do. So that it's not, oh, I only work with six-figure businesses. Because for me, if your goal is to make 1500 bucks a month to put your kid in private school, that's all right. You don't have to have that six-figure you know, goal that everybody's saying, that's what you need to do. So again, for me, it's all about working with that person to specifically on what they want to achieve. So I find that that's a broad thing. That's that's not just service providers. That's not just coaches. That's not just podcasters. You know, there's a whole variety of women who need that support. And to say, you know what, here's a pitfall. I've seen it. I've been there. I've done it. Or I've seen so-and-so do it. Let me show you how to circumvent that and get to where you want to go in less time. So I hope that answers your question. I have so many thoughts going through my head about this right now, because this is a big deal for me, um, just that we don't have to listen to all of the gurus out there, that we do have choice, that we do get to create our own rules. You know, of course, there's those, you know, marketing, you have to market, but the way that you market doesn't have to be the way that Susie Q did it. You know, the way that you market, if you hate being on camera, that doesn't mean you can't market your business, right? So when somebody's telling you, oh my gosh, you have to do Facebook Lives, that's not true. I know people who are very successful and have never done a Facebook Live. So again, for me, it's it's choices and being able to help those women do that. So it, that's really helped me a lot. I agree with you, which is why this podcast is called Business Your Way. Because whilst there is some fundamental business principles or fundamental pillars 
that you need to do in your business. You need to plan. You need to have some marketing. You need to know how you sell. You need to have a delivery method. You need to look after your finances. So you've got all of these key pillars in your business that you need to take care of. But how you do that is up to you. You get to decide how you want to market your business. You get to decide how you want to manage your team. You get to decide what your annual plan looks like. You get to decide all of that as a business owner. And that's what I'm really interested in as well, is how do you take what you want to do and build your business your way? So you and I, we're on the same page around that for sure. I felt that as we were talking and as I was looking you up and researching you online, I felt the same way. I'm like, oh, I cannot wait to talk with her. What have you found to be some of your biggest challenges in your journey? Like I'm really new to the online space. I've had what I would call a traditional offline business. I've been absent from social media for the last 20 years, but built a really successful business. And so I'm just navigating my way into an online space. You've been here for, you know, over a decade What have you found to be some of the struggles as you have navigated this online space? Oh my goodness, so many different things there. Let me back up just a minute. And I love what you were just saying about, you know, you get to do it your way and all these other, you know, things that you were saying, and you don't have to be miserable doing it. (laughs) You know, sometimes we wear that badge, you know, like a badge of honor, like I made it, you know, I really pushed through and, you know, worked till three o'clock in the morning. And I, you know, did it in spite of all these other hardships, but we don't, we don't have to be miserable to create a, a successful online business for the struggles. I think I see a lot of things. One of the top things that comes to mind is all the noise that that is out there. So when somebody new comes into this space, into this online space, it's not always, well, it's not the best course or program or mentor that makes the most money or the most sales. It's the ones most times with the best copywriter, with the best marketing and, and things like that. Now, the other side of that is those people get to stay in business even when they aren't great because there's always new people coming into this space right? They don't have a lot of repeat customers, (laughs) but, you know, they get those, those fresh uh, people that are coming in. So I think that's one of the biggest struggles, especially as people enter this space is knowing which way to look or which way to turn, because it seems like, you know, whatever space they fall into, then they kind of follow that path, you know, of the people that uh, other people recommend. My episode that just aired today, we've got a series that we're doing within it, and it's beyond the bullshit. (laughs) I love it. Sarah Cod and I are doing that. We're just calling out some things, not people, but practices, right? And so that is it sometimes is you just people don't know that these quote unquote rules are made up right? By the latest guru. I've seen a lot of people come and go over the last 13 years. And for me, one of the biggest struggles was coming into this space and not trusting myself, not trusting my intuition, even though I've run successful businesses that weren't online. It was coming in and seeing things that are happening and thinking, well, that doesn't really seem like the best way to do that. It would be, why why won't we do it this way? Right? But hey, I'm new here. So what do I know? 
right? So then you go start doing what everybody else is doing, even though it doesn't feel so great. And then six months down the road, somebody else starts doing it the way that you thought in the beginning it should be done. And everybody's like, yay. So I've always been a rule breaker. I've always been a truth teller. My friends, they have, uh, they talk about, you know, if you want to be coddled, call your mom. If you want the truth, call Teresa. (laughs) So with that, though, I would, I would just say to people like, well, well, what if we tried it this way? And because the quote unquote gurus were shouting so loudly and throwing so much at it and everything else, people would look at me like I was nuts. Because, well, what do I know? Because these people are successful doing this, right? And I am so, so thrilled that there are, I would say, in the last year and a half or so, some before that, but especially in the last year and a half, there are more and more people speaking out against all the stuff that's going on out there. And like you're doing with this podcast to say, you can do it your way. And I am so thrilled. I follow a lot of different people online and I only know one male. I'm sure there's more than one out there, but I only know one male who's really saying anything about this stuff. But I know I'm so blessed to be surrounded by so many strong women who are speaking out about it. And it's, it just gives me chills. I'm so happy because I think the shift is coming where we're going to be even more empowered and empowering one another to trust our intuition. So in answer to your question, that was a long answer, but that was probably it for me. My biggest struggle in the beginning was trusting myself, right? And then being able to seek out, you see so many ads, right? Oh my gosh, we're doing an episode coming up and we're going to talk about that, where we're talking about all the things you do a search, passive income, you know, it cracks me up because everybody's like, oh, I'm making $50,000 a month, you know, it's either in real estate or I've seen that it is affiliate marketing and things like that. But even with that, you have to know your audience. You have to know how everything about them, just there's so much that goes, it doesn't become passive. Like that's one of my thing is there's nothing passive about passive income. I could talk about this stuff all day, but it is, there's so many different things out there. So that's my advice is like sit back and like get with yourself and say, how does that make me feel? Right? How does that make me feel? That's going to be your first thing to look at. Yes, we have fear. Yes, we have, you know, mindset issues, Lord have mercy, we all have those right, regardless of what we do. So but how does it make you feel? Because that's a great indicator as to how you should proceed from there. Being in touch with that inner voice. Usually that inner voice will align you to your values because that's where your values comes from that inner place. And if you've done that work, you know, whilst listening to your inner self, but I completely agree with you when I went, Oh, let me investigate this online world. And, and maybe I can have a greater impact with what I do in my business in an online space. And I fell into the trap of thinking that online business is different. So I came from 20 years of running a successful event agency over into the online space. And I thought I had to learn everything new again. And, you know, and I'm about 12 months into this journey. I'm like, what? A lot of like BS. All right. So back to what I know, what's worked. It's the same for an online business. I'm just 
dealing people in, with different time zones, but how we do business is it's the same. We're having different struggles at different points, different growing pain points, but there's not one solution to do it. There's not that thing's not my magic bullet to get me from this offline space to an online space. So yeah, I, I the penny just dropped with me, you know, recently, but I can imagine so many other people did exactly the same as I did is come into an online space and want to investigate online business and think I have to learn everything from scratch and then start listening to the big wigs. Sadly, sadly, it's true. It's not, it's a very common story. And it's because there is, again, with all the marketing and the noise and the stuff that is shouting for your attention, there's this thought that just that we, oh, we do it differently here. What I will say is the way that the, again, quote unquote, gurus teach marketing, online marketing, and part of the bullshit of it all is that what we're actually doing now, it's not even marketing. It's not even marketing their scarcity, right? They, it's fear. Like the, I was thinking, uh, who was it? It was actually Bobby Clink, who is the gentleman that I know who talks about some of this stuff. And he, and he says that, you know, the way that we market online today is the way that we marketed in the 50s in, in, the, in the world. And as I started thinking about that, I thought, you know what? Think about courses, right? You you have this whole sales page and the whole push to to sell your course. And oh, and if you sell my course, then you get this bonus and this bonus and this bonus. And you know, and all of a sudden, you're not going to finish. Let me just spoiler alert: you're not going to finish any of those courses, right? Or the bonuses, <laughs> more than likely. You know, it's a very high percentage of those that actually get finished. But your product should be able to stand on its own, right? What if I went to the store and I'm buying a loaf of bread and I said, hey, what's the bonus I get if I buy this loaf of bread, right? It, or a tuxedo. I'm going to rent a tuxedo for my guy so that, you know, we're going to this thing. Well, if I rent your tuxedo instead of this person's tuxedo, what's my bonus here? What, what's, you know, and really what it comes down to, and I feel, and I hate to shit on people, so should isn't the right term, but, you know, for me, I feel like that should rest on the way that you treat people, the value that you bring, how you support that person, what are the results? And I don't want 45 testimonials and because you're not going to tell me anything that somebody who didn't succeed at your program, right? So, you know, I just feel like it's just so overblown and there's just so much, again, rhetoric around it all that it's, it's mind numbing sometimes when I actually surf and start doing research on different topics. It just, it, it really hits. Like there's so many people that I feel are being taken advantage of. Mm. And, you know, we can say, do your due diligence, but what does that look like? What does that look like? Which is again, something we just covered in this episode, you know, is that you get to ask questions. You get to decide what you want and what you're looking for. And will it truly help you where you're going? Like any good courser creator is going to welcome those questions. Such good advice. I agree. And I think we've moved the discounting model. You know, we've expanded on that discounting model. So rather than I will give you a discount, you now get two for one or yeah. So that's changed a little bit and I'm not 
I'm not too against that because there's like, there's always got to be some little incentive. I like a little incentive, whether it is a discount that I get off the money or whether it's an additional thing. I'm like, yeah, okay. As long as it's helping and not hindering, all good. Yes. Can I just say real quick, and again, in the spirit of everybody gets to do it their way, I'm not saying Uh saying bonuses are bad. I'm not saying that you shouldn't do that. It works for some people and it works like a charm. I think, again, it goes into what you're putting into it and the actual value and results that you bring. So I just wanted to clarify that because those people get to build their business any way that they want to also. True, true, true. All right, Teresa, I know that we are hitting on our 30-minute mark and I always like to keep these episodes to 30 minutes so it's a quick listening for the people who are tuning in. So can you share where people can find you and connect with you if they want to reach out to you and get more of your help with building their business their way and getting one-on-one service, which I feel is so rare at the moment. So the fact that you help people one-on-one to work through all of how they might build their business their way and create their lifestyle around it. How do people connect with you? Well, thank you so much, Sandra. You can reach me at the website, growthstrategiescafe.com. And there's plenty of information there. If you want to connect in our Facebook group that is small and growing, but it is Growth Strategies Cafe forward slash Facebook, and that'll take you directly to the group. (laughs) So it's just easier than all those numbers and things that we put in there. And then Growth Strategies Cafe podcast, you can find it anywhere that there are podcasts. And, you know, it's a good place just to hear some of the things that we're talking about and figure out if I'm your cup of tea because I'm not for everybody. Nice. I'm looking forward to listening to your No Bullshit series. So I'm going to go tune into that and, yeah, listen to that as they come out. Thank you so much for joining me today, Teresa. It's been an absolute pleasure to talk to you and to to really explore this topic of how people can build their business their way. Yes, thank you so much for having this conversation, Sandra, because I think it is so important and so, so needed in the online space. Perfect. I'll talk to you again soon, Teresa. I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I did. The conversation with Teresa had lots of nuggets in it to help us build our business our way. I especially liked the point where we had a conversation around the mission, the vision, and the values in your business. Having values that you can use and thread throughout your business to identify whether a client is right for you, whether this decision is right for you, that is like your anchor in your business. And I'm going to do a whole separate episode on just how to identify your values and then how to use your values on a daily basis within your business and how you can anchor all of your business decisions around your values. But that's for another episode. I really do hope that you got lots from this and, you know, the conversation around running your business, designing your business your way is truly what I deeply believe that you can run a business to meet your lifestyle goals and the way that you want to run business and what you want to do in business. 
It all can be done by thinking about what it is that you want to do and how you want to show up in the world and serve your clients. Like Teresa said, if you don't want to show up on Facebook Live, you don't have to. So thanks for tuning in and listening to today's episode and being here with me all the way to the end. I have all of Teresa's links in this week's show notes, which you can find at sandrajulian.co forward slash podcast. There is a full written blog post also over on the website following that URL. And if you want to be more organized and get your system sorted so that you can finally delegate and automate the tasks in your business to reclaim your time, so you can spend more time thinking and concentrating on how you're running your business your way, then I would encourage you to go get your hands on my free business systems cheat sheet at sandrajulian.co forward slash systems. And then just one last thing before you run away. If you really enjoyed this episode, please make sure that you hit subscribe so you get new episodes as soon as they're released every week. If, like me, you listen on the Apple Podcast app, then I would really appreciate if you could rate and review the show. I will read all of the reviews and give you a shout out on the upcoming episodes. It would mean the world to me if we could spread the word about doing business your way and get people listening to the podcast so they can get inspiration from my guests and myself around how to build and grow your business your way. All right, my friend, I will talk to you again next week with another great episode.